Now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at T-Mobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Hi, it's Gabby Reese, and this podcast is powered by Laird Superfood. It was created in our kitchen by my husband, big wave surfer Laird Hamilton, and it all started with a simple idea. What began as Laird's secret for long-lasting energy on the waves is now Laird Superfood, offering a full range of delicious plant-based creamers, coffee, greens, and more. Visit LairdSuperfood.com and use the code GABBY2024 and save 20% on your first order. When the time comes to plan your next big getaway, know we got a destination idea for you. Orlando. Just think about it. The thrills at their 15 world-class theme parks, followed by awesome outdoor adventures, amazing food festivals, and top-notch dining spots. Orlando has all that and much more than you'd expect. In Orlando, anything is possible if you can imagine it. Plan your escape today and save at visitorlando.com. That's visitorlando.com for everything you need for an amazing getaway. And now, Move the Sticks with Daniel Jeremiah and Bucky Brooks. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Move the Sticks. DJ Bucky back with you. Buck, how's it going, man? It is going well because now we're on. We're officially to the weekend, and so you know that means we are in week one of the preseason. Hall of Fame game doesn't really count, but now everyone will kick off in earnest, so we get a chance to see it, and now it's just a full sprint until we get to the middle of February. I'm excited about it. Yeah, fired up. We've got uh, some cool things to hit on today. Going to have a fun offensive line discussion, um, something that uh, came up when I was talking with the general manager the other day. I want to dig into that a little bit. We've got a uh, premier head coach who just got an extension. want to have a, a discussion with you, Buck, on, on teams really taking on the personality of their coach, if you buy into that or not, mm-hmm. which will kind of lead us a little bit to the Dan Campbell hard knock stuff, which has been fun, uh, fun to watch. But I think we should start things off here with, uh, look, it's being it's being named a starter for a preseason game, but it feels like this is where we're headed for the regular season, and that is uh, Mitchell Trubisky named the starter for their preseason game. And by all accounts, I think that's where we're headed for the start of the season. Buck. Yeah, I think that's where we're headed in Pittsburgh. Uh, one, the way he was signed, I thought he would have every opportunity to win the job and claim the job as long as he doesn't mess it up in a preseason game. Two, just because you take Kenny Pickett with the first overall pick, there's not a rush to get him onto the field. I think, if anything, it's a sensible approach to allow him to really 
have an orientation period before he becomes the eventual starting quarterback for the Pittsburgh Steelers. And so if Mitchell Trubisky shows that he's capable of being a starting quarterback, let him start, let Kenny Pickett continue to learn. And then when Kenny Pickett shows you that he's ready, hand it off to him. But you don't have to make it uh, a rush to make sure that he is the week one starter as a rookie. I don't think there's any reason to play. So I think this team is good enough to win some games as long as you get solid quarterback play. I don't think you need to have an all-star quarterback for this team to win. Yeah, there's a couple different points here. One, um, and you've brought this up a bunch, going back to the Raider days of you never give up on a on a high pick. You know, if you're another organization and and you monitor guys that had a lot of talent and ability coming into the league and it didn't work out at stop number one, hey, let's let's bring him in. Let's get our eyes on him. You know, we believed in his talent coming out. It hasn't shown yet, but let's put him in a new situation, a new dynamic, and see if that doesn't change. So I think that's uh, you know it's interesting to see because Trubisky, whether or not you thought he was worthy of a top five pick, mm-hmm. we thought he was a first round caliber player, even with limited play time. Mm-hmm. So the tools are there, and we saw it in glimpses in Chicago. But look, it was not a great it was not a great setup there. My my only concern would be in Pittsburgh. Wow, man, I love who he's throwing to. You know the collection of guys that he has. I love the running back he has. I love the defense, which is going to keep them in games. But, Buck, I look inside that division of who's rushing the quarterback, and I look at their offensive line, and that, to me, is still – that's a little bit of a concern. Yeah, it's a little bit of a concern. And Matt Canada can do a great job of using smoke and mirrors and deception and just sweeps and all these tricky things. But at the end of the day, in that division, you got to play rock'em, sock'em, robot football. you got to be able to line up. you got to put your hand in the dirt, and you got to out-physical the other teams within the division. Cincinnati, Cleveland, Baltimore are going to bring it. And so if that offensive line is not able to control the line of scrimmage, it can make for some long days for Mitchell Trubisky. That said, um, I think for him, going to Buffalo last year, seeing how Josh Allen played, uh, I think he's alluded to saying, hey, man, seeing a quarterback play on instincts and just just kind of feel and flow, hopefully that will unlock some of his. Because I felt like for a guy who I watched in college, having played in North Carolina, I felt like he never necessarily let it go at Chicago, meaning – I don't think he really unleashed all of his superpowers, his athleticism, his arm talent to be the player that some projected him to be when he was taken number two overall. If he does that, if he does it, and coming out, I kind of compared him to Alex Smith because I thought athletically and arm talent wise, he was very comparable to what Alex Smith had displayed at Utah and then throughout his career. If he does it, he has the potential to be an accurate passer. And I don't think they need him to be the quote unquote franchise quarterback. They just need him to play smart football, winning football, make a handful of plays and kind of get out the way and let the defense, the running game and the weapons around him win the game. I know he's getting to this team, his third team, uh, a little bit quicker than Rich Gannon got to the Raiders in his career. Yeah. But could you see, I mean, isn't that kind of the goal of what you're hoping that he could become? Because, I mean, you remember Rich Gannon, he played at high level as anybody. Play with him. Uh, yeah, play there with you him. go. There you go. Played with him in Kansas City, then went to Oakland and he came and eventually became an MVP. and. Yeah, that that is what was the difference. What was the difference between Kansas City (laughs) and the Raiders? Well, he started playing really well in Kansas City, 97, 98, 98. He went to the Raiders and he and John Gruden were just like perfect, like in terms of just a nice mesh. Uh, Rich Gannon's leadership style, the way he took the coaching, the way he demanded stuff from his teammates. It just worked. And then the system that John Gruden put together for him play to his strengths, his athleticism, short, quick rhythm, passing game, all of that. So if Pittsburgh looks at Mitch Trubisky, evaluates what he does really well, and if they put him in a situation where he plays to his strengths, 
He can be a high-end player. We can say a lot of things about him. Look, the guy led a team to the postseason twice. He has earned honors, and I know people get mad when you bring up Pro Bowls, but he has played at a level where he's been recognized as uh, a top player for a brief period. Let's see what it looks like when he has an opportunity in Pittsburgh by a team that wants him to play as opposed to what appeared to be a team that was reluctant to have him as a QB1. Yeah, I, I'm excited to see him and excited to see Kenny Pickett. You mentioned it. Once he's ready to go, then you can you can throw him out there. But there's no rush at all. I think by all accounts, sounds like he's getting more comfortable as he's getting more reps with the better players. You're starting to see better performance there at training camp. Um, but no rush to get him on the field. Mitch Trubisky allows you to buy a little bit of time there. So excited to see again. This young offensive line's got to come together and play well. Um, but their defense is going to keep them in every game. So if Trubisky can go out there, use his legs, make some plays, this has got a chance to be a playoff team right away. Yeah, it does have a chance to be a playoff team. Defense has to step up and play well. Terrell Austin uh, makes some changes to the defense, some tweaks to see if they can uh, be an even more aggressive and I would say maybe a, a turnover-obsessed unit. They do that, give extra opportunities. Uh, it should give them a chance. And Najee Harris has to play at a high level because he's the guy that is the anchor to the offense. His ability to run the ball between the tackles, catching in space, he gives them a lot of variety to the offense. Now it's on Mitch Trubisky just to take care of the football, make the plays that are available on the perimeter. All right, let me give you the one name to watch here on the defensive side of the ball. And you know him because he's, he's a veteran. He's played, I think this is his third team inside this division. But Larry Ogunjobi is mm-hmm. – Talent is never an issue, Buck. And when he's on the field, he produces. They got him, I think, kind of for a steal. I believe he signed with the Bears, right? Failed a physical mm-hmm. and was back available. The Steelers ended up getting him on a pretty friendly deal. Um, but you put him up there with that other group that they've got up front, I think he's going to fit right in. And he's somebody that a lot of times you talk about guys that can hold the point or guys that can penetrate. He can do both. He can sit He can sit and clog and bang, or you can let him get on an edge and, and play in the backfield. He can do both. So I'm excited to see him in that uniform. As much as you're excited to see him, I got another veteran who's going to his second spot, Miles Jack. Yeah. Miles Jack could be a big addition for him. At the end of the Jacksonville tenure, didn't necessarily work out, even though he played well uh, at times. You now put him in Pittsburgh where the cultural expectations are different. I think he could play at a level where he finally gets recognized for being one of the better players at his position. All right, let's let's take a quick break, and we're going to come back here. We're going to switch up the conversation. We want to talk offensive line, and that's something that uh, has come up in discussions around the league. Buck, I want to get your take on it, but uh, we'll hit that right after this. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at tmobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. 
But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash stereo right now. NetSuite.com slash stereo. NetSuite.com slash stereo. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? My first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even posted to my That's my dance, <laughs> Hey guys, it's Ray from the Bobby Bone Show here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Let's go! Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain from the road to the hills to the trails all over. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander, with three spacious rows of seating, up to eight passengers, yeah. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer, check out amazing national sales event deals on RAV4s, Highlanders, and more. Visit buyatoyota.com, that's buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. All right, Buck. So we're going to get to Sean McVay and his contract extension. You're going to get to Hard Knocks and Dan Campbell and and, and have a coaching discussion. But before we get there, um, I was having this conversation with a GM the other day, and we were talking offensive line and evaluations and you know hits and misses. Something we always do on the pod. We're always looking at what we got right, what we got wrong. And it seems like, and I love to get your take on it. But if you chase ceiling at certain positions. We've talked about tight ends and, and testing over production, and you're kind of chasing the, the ceiling with them. It feels like offensive linemen, if we look at the guys that are kind of the premier guys, a lot of them weren't viewed as high upside players coming out. They were the high floor guys, and they were going to be the safe yeah. picks and the steady eddies. Yeah. And then somehow these floor guys end up becoming the high ceiling guys and play at the ultimate level, whereas if you chase the high ceiling, Sometimes, man, you are maybe the the bus rates a little bit higher when you chase traits for offensive linemen. I I'd love to get your take on that one. Look, I I believe in that. I think it goes back 
a few years of discussion with Tristan Wirfs, right? Mm -hmm. When you look at Tristan Wirfs, he was kind of solid in how he did it. But there was something in the tape that left evaluators wanting more. But then he goes to Tampa Bay and he jumps right in and plays, for the most part, just like he played at Iowa. The big thing with offensive linemen, um, how much better can they get as pros, really is dependent upon what kind of toolbox they come in with and how they already know how to utilize some of those tools. And so when we think about the the guys that are playing, the guys that are the all-stars, they kind of displayed that ability already in college. They were pretty consistent over time. And I would say they weren't um, one-year wonders. They had solid resumes where they had a lot of experience. And then that experience allowed them to really easily assimilate into the National Football League. Yeah, I mean, I just – I mean, I go back to guys like Travis Frederick, right, where you thought, solid. okay, he's yeah. solid, steady, and then all of a sudden you look up and he's one of the best guys in the league. Joel Batonio coming out yeah. was like, okay, good player, you know, but I don't, I don't know how great he's going to be, but he's a really good player at Nevada. He's turned himself into an all-pro. Um, you know, Zach Martin we knew was going to be really good, but I, I think he wasn't someone that just wowed you with his athleticism. He's just a really, <laughs> really right. good, really, really good football player. So I feel like you know, and I'm and I'm looking around and, and seeing these guys come into the league, and you kind of see the guys that are generating the buzz and and are making contributions right away. And it's like, hmm, yeah, steady Eddies. You can win a lot of games with steady Eddies, and those steady Eddies end up being some of your better players. Some of your better players. I mean, you see it every week. What you got? We interviewed him on Monday. Pod Rashawn Slater. Rashawn yeah. Slater didn't play that last year, but when you watched him play, he was real solid. But remember, DJ, there wasn't a lot of fanfare like at the beginning of the draft process about him. Everyone would point back to his game versus Chase Young and say, hey, you need to check out that tape. But there was nothing flashy about his game. He was just very consistent and steady. I think for the most part, particularly at offensive line, I can deal with what a player is as long as I know and as long as he displays it on a weekly basis. The ones that get you in trouble are the ones that are the roller coaster rides. One week they play like a a five-star talent. The next week they kind of cruise and, and chill playing down to the competition. The guys that are just consistent, you get the same kind of hard hat and lunch pill effort every week. Those are the ones that give you the steady consistency throughout their careers as pros. I'm looking at guys. I'm going through the list of interior guys who were drafted, like Elton Jenkins, you know, where, where he went oh, in man, the draft. Just, like just, steady. Like, look, just a steady Eddie player. He just can play, play everything, and he's been, he's been really, really good. And he's I, played I, everything for the Packers so far, yeah. I look at Braden Smith, you know, for the Colts. These guys were, you know, they didn't just blow you away when you when you watch the tape. Joe Tooney is another great example of him coming into the league. It was like, man, this guy just rock solid steady. And they, these guys end up being some of the best players in the league at, at their position. So, I don't know. I, I think sometimes you're like, man, he hasn't figured it out yet. But look at the size and the length and the explosiveness. And it's like, yeah, that's a risk, man. I, I don't know at the offensive line position if I want to take that risk. Give me the steady eddies. The Chargers got another one in Zion Johnson. Zion Johnson, you watch. He's going to be a great player in this league. He's going to be a great player because, one, he has a long resume. You think about started at Davidson, then goes – 49 starts. 49. So you have a a long track record of being able to watch him play, and you can track his development throughout his time uh, at both schools. And so he jumps in, and you're right, man. They're just talking about how easy it was for him to pick up. He doesn't make the same mistake twice. You see him play – it's really without a lot of fanfare. He's just a really good player. And we talked about it. Uh, sometimes the, the, these Bs and B-pluses, man, you, you get a bunch of those, you still make Dean's list. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, 100%.
Uh, this led this led you know to you could go through every position right and say okay floor ceiling what what's the better approach here um and i was talking transition this into talking about edge rushers and you say okay well you know we love you know there's camp that says okay well the production if you're productive in college that carries over we've talked about that mm-hmm. some aussies always preached and then there's oh man i've got all the get off and the twitch and then we can work with it and i think what you have to do after having talking to a d-line coach who was a great a great example of this he said there's just got to put them in buckets right like there's the there's the three buckets. There's the craftsmen, as we've talked about, mm-hmm. guys that are obsessed with the craft, and you know yep. they're going to get the maximum of their ability. Um, yeah. You know, you think of uh, uh, think about the Cincinnati Bengals and Trey Hendricks. Oh, Trey Hendrickson getting everything out of the craftsman. Max Crosby, craftsman, getting everything out of those out of that technique. Um, and then you think about the guys who just have all the twitch and the juice coming off the edge, like, okay, that's Jadavian Clowney would probably be the poster boy for that. Mm-hmm. Not a craftsman by any stretch, but just so, you know, just physical and, and juice and all, everything that comes with it. And then there's that special bucket where you get the Vaughn Millers, you know, the, mm-hmm. guys, the guys that can combine both those. You know, it's a good way to, to think about it um, because there, I think for all of those positions, we can break it up like that. You have your freakish athletes, you have your guys that are really uh, technique, and polish, and then you have the guys that are just um, look the, the elites, the VIPs, the guys who on the assembly line. They not only got great talent, but they also have great work ethic, and they have great tools uh, that they sharpen. It it really comes down to where are you in your developmental process with your team, and what mm-hmm. are you willing to bring him in as? If I'm a team that doesn't have a pass rush, well, I need one of those guys that's one of those elite performers that has it all. If I'm a team who Maybe I have a number one pass rusher, but I'm looking for a compliment. Well, then I can go in that Trey Hendrickson bucket and look for the technician to go on the backside of that. If I'm a team that, look, I'm looking for a third guy that can kind of rotate in. Maybe it's a mix. Maybe it's a developmental guy who has some of the traits, but a lot of the technique and tools. I think scouting is about knowing exactly what you're looking at and being able to categorize the guy the right way. Put him mm-hmm. in the right bucket so you know exactly what he is. And then standing in front of the room and saying, if this guy comes here, this is the role that he plays. If we need a different role, he's not really what we're looking for at this spot. Yeah, it's it's a fascinating way to kind of go through the evaluation process. Um, I just think route runners and edge rushers, man, we've seen craftsmen kind of take over. You know, obviously you get the elite guys that, like we said, combine the athleticism with it. But I don't know that you can be an elite, elite player if you're one of the two. Like, I don't. I, I think you've got to combine it. You know, to be the elite guy, uh, you, you've got to combine it. You have to. Uh, I think it's the combination. If you're the Cleveland Browns and every day you look at Miles Garrett and Jadavian Clowney. Yeah. You look at Miles Garrett. Miles Garrett has the super freakish tools and that stuff. And he's become the technician that you see the technique on display. Jadavian Clowney was always the freakish athlete, but there were always concerns about his ability to be able to put the technical stuff together. And so that, to me, is the difference between those two. One guy is able to get to 20 to twenty sacks because he has the toolbox. He has the utility belt that has enough stuff on it. Jadavian Clowney will always kind of be trapped um, by his athleticism and maybe some of the lack of polish that he didn't develop along the way. He didn't get all of that. He didn't put all that in in to make sure that he could be a high end pass rusher down after down after down. Yeah, it's a fun, it's a fun discussion and a fun way to look at it. Um, want to change gears here and uh and get to coaching. We saw Sean McVay 
just got that extension. There's a great article on ESPN.com uh, about yeah, him. Wickersham, yeah. Yeah. Wickersham were an unbelievable article. I encourage you guys to check that out. Uh, but on the heels of that extension, as well as uh, you know what we've seen of Hard Knocks, and I'll you know be truthful, I didn't see the whole episode of Hard Knocks, but so much mm-hmm. is just posted on social media. I feel like I saw the whole thing. Yeah. But that's why I wanted to hit you up on this because we've long said in sports, not just in football, but that the team takes on the identity of its leaders, being the head coach and the leaders on the field. Number mm-hmm. one, do you believe that? Do you buy into that? And number two, are we seeing that with, with those two examples, with the Rams, with Sean McVay, and with Dan Campbell and the Lions? I think so. I think you have to because you're around the leader every day. And if the leader is a good leader, he's very consistent in his messaging and his approach to the team. So in Dan Campbell, I think what you have is a an emotional rugged, I'm a beat you up type coach who wants to make the game, in essence, a street fight. He wants to make it where, hey, we're just going to beat them up and eventually our will is going to overcome and surpass their skill. And Sean McVay, you have what I would say is the cerebral coach who wants to tactically outmaneuver you and beat you in that regard. And so what he does is he assembles a bunch of players that are like him, guys that think tactically like a bunch of little chess players who understand how to think two, three steps ahead of the competition. Both styles can work, but I think the leader has to be very, very clear in who he is, what he's about, and he has to communicate that consistently to his team each and every day. But, yeah, I think you are very much impacted and shaped by those that you're around, uh, and, and the team responds that way because the coach is all over the map. The team is all over the map. The interesting combination, say this correctly here on McVay, um, is a lot of times you can get, and we talked about combining things, right? We're just talking about pass rushers, but Mm -hmm. a lot of times you can get an intelligent coach, right? And then you get an energetic coach. And usually you kind of get one or the other. One or the other. You don't get both. He gives you both. Like, McVeigh gives you all that intelligence, all that the creativity, the play design. X's and O's, he's going to be at the at the forefront every year. He's always out in front. But then you don't sacrifice the energy and the juice. This isn't some nerdy brainiac who's just hidden in the closet, you know, writing up plays. He combines both those things. Now that's the thing about Dan Campbell. I don't know yet. I know, I know, man, the energy ain't a question. I know he's mm-hmm. going to bring juice. He's going to bring energy, and the, the team will take on some of that personality. Now, does he does he combine that with kind of that cerebral approach that that a guy like Sean McVay can bring to the table? That's TBD. That is that is TBD. Uh, I think you bring up good points. And so it's not only the head coach, but it's the assistants. And yeah. so when you're thinking about the kind of team that you want, your assistant coaches touch the Bears, their position group every day. And so if they are kind of like the messengers of the head coach's message, you got to make sure that you have the right kind of guy so it's hard to be a rough and gruff head coach but then you got a bunch of cerebral smart tacticians that are trying to outmaneuver um everybody has to be in lockstep and so it's not only the players that you bring in that have to, have to meet the culture the coaches that you bring in have to also meet the expectation uh when it comes to how they portray themselves what they believe in how they believe football needs to be played to win games and that stuff so it has to be a synergy between everybody in the building for it to really pull for to pull it off at the highest level. Let me give you, I believe this list is correct here. 
the longest tenured head coaches right now in the league. Bill Belichick, I'd put kind of on an island off by himself. I think people might say, oh, he doesn't bring energy. But no, there's an intensity that he brings. So you get the intelligence mm-hmm. and maybe the intensity to go along with that. Mike Tomlin, he's both, right? He gives you the the energy and the intelligence. John Harbaugh, same. You know, he brings a lot of juice, but they're in the forefront of creativity and what they've done offensively. Um, Pete Carroll, he's always stayed young, right? The energy's always been there mm-hmm. without question. And then now you're seeing him start to adapt. He was kind of – he was the, you know, the defensive guru. Everybody had, had the Pete Carroll tree running everything. Yeah. But now he's kind of adapted to some of the different defensive stuff we see. And then next is Andy Reid, who Andy Reid um, has surrounded himself. He gets a lot of juice and a lot of energy. Steve Spagnolo, big energy yeah. guy. And nobody's yeah. nobody's more – Andy Reid's as good offensive mind as we've ever seen in the NFL. So I think it's fascinating to see the guys who have staying power um, that they can combine both those. Yeah, I, I, I think it is important because there's a time when you do need the tactical stuff to be at the forefront. But there's also a time in games where you need more energy and emotion and you have to let that side fly out. I don't think the monotone leader with great X's and O's can handle situations where it doesn't go awry. At some yeah. point, man, you have to get people sparked up and going. You have to be a little more confrontational in your approach to get what you want. Um, it's fun, man. It, it, it was fun to watch. Uh, the Lions and Hard Knocks and how their team responded. But I think the most important thing and why it may work for Dan Campbell, I really believe that's who he is. Yeah. Yeah, authentic. I mean, I I think that's – we talked about that, our traits we want in a head coach, and number one on the list to me was authentic. Like, you better be who you are. I've seen enough guys that have tried to be the next so-and-so. You know, the Belichick tree was a great example. Everybody would leave Belichick and try and be Belichick, and uh, there's only yeah, one. Yeah, be, your, be yourself. And I think, and I'm, I'm curious to see Josh McDaniels on this next go round because it sounds like he's a lot more comfortable in his own skin, and he's kind of his own man here. He's not trying to duplicate what Bill was. So um, that'll be an interesting case study. But um, yeah, it's it's fun. I, the clips on Hard Knocks were fantastic. It's entertaining. Um, I, I've enjoyed that. The other side of it is we can talk about intelligence and energy and game planning and you know taking on the uh you know the personality of your head coach you better have a quarterback oh, you, <laughs> you gotta have quarterback and you gotta have players like all that sounds nice in theory but it's a player's league it's a player's game you gotta have better players than the other team more times than not to win the game you can maybe coax max effort out of someone who's a lesser talent and that might get them on a given day but most of the time best players not only play best players are the ones able to get it done. And so your coaches have to make sure of that. Um, all right. Give me uh give me a scouting report, Buck. How how is uh how's Granada Hills looking? Uh what's the season look like? Forecast it for me as you're getting ready to crank up. Well, it, it, it's scrimmage time, and so there's scrimmages over the weekend. So we won't we won't know. We'll see. I think the fun part about it is just kind of see how it all comes together. But as you know, because like man, high school football is right around the corner. And next Friday, for a lot of kids, Friday night lights. Running yep. out the same stage, the same feeling. Uh, I think it's funny to watch these guys talk about all the stuff, getting to it, but then when it's time to put the pads on, see who's about it and who's not. Yeah. That's what you love about the sport. Are you gonna throw the ball at all this year or are we just running the ball every day? Uh, again? No, no, no. We got we got some got some stuff, man. Every evolving. Every evolving. Every evolving. You know, it's the evolution. What was the most what was know? the most passes you guys threw in a game last year? Uh if we're passing a lot. You're That's trouble. not good. Yeah, <laughs> but we're, we're we're hopeful and optimistic that we'll be able to throw it around the yard a little bit. We'll see. 
Give me the give me the ideal run pass mix we're talking about for 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 Granada Hills Ooh, this year. Percentages? No. Just give me give me give me percentages. Okay, the goal. I've sold them on. I can commit to throwing eight to ten times a game. Okay. And that's they can fine. earn more. That's two. That's from my old college thing. So my my college coach used to say you got to throw deep twice a quarter. Yeah. So. You put on the you just, you just took you just took the deep part out and just said throw it twice a quarter. <laughs> Only with this, like I look, I mean I'm a receiver hard. Like I want to throw it. We just haven't yeah. thrown it well enough, but they're getting they're getting better. If they you got, the only, right. you got the only high school in the country, Buck, where when you come out for the first week and you got the freshman out there and you say, All right, go to your position line, and the receiver line is like two guys over there. Like this oh, it. Yeah. No, none of you guys want to play wide yeah, out. Nope. Yeah, running back line, get a, you can't even see the <laughs> back We're changing that. We're changing that. We're, we're trying to throw it a little bit more. We're trying to see if we can get some completions. I have uh, a better report for you when we have the next podcast on Monday. Okay. And your big dog is already committed, right? He's already uh... – Yeah, DeJon Stanley's going to – he's committed to the University of Utah. We'll see if he plays out. It's a good spot for him. Yeah, that's fantastic. Well, we pay, we'll be paying attention there. Uh, Buck, as you, if you didn't know, Buck's head coach here, high school football in Southern California, and done a great job kind of resurrecting John Elway's old program. So it's uh, something you know, we'll be an eye on. We'd be a lot better if we had John Elway. He would help. <laughs> Maybe you can't get John Elway. You get John Elway's money. We can help us out a little bit. NIL is legal in California, in case you didn't know. Uh, all right. That's going to do it for us today. Hope you guys have enjoyed it. We'll catch you next time right here on Moving Sticks. Introducing the first ever Grand Highlander, a mid-sized SUV with the ideal combination of space, performance, style, and advanced tech. The roomy Grand Highlander boasts three spacious rows with available seating for up to eight. It's available 362 horsepower. Hybrid Max powertrain on limited and platinum trims delivers the power, acceleration, and efficiency so your family can take on any adventure. There's even a standard digital key, a panoramic view mirror, and a 12.3-inch multimedia touchscreen so you always arrive on time. Live life grander in the first-ever Toyota Grand Highlander. Learn more at toyota.com slash Grand Highlander. Hi, I'm Gabby Reese. Join me and my husband, big wave surfer Laird Hamilton, on our journey with Laird Superfood. From our kitchen to yours, we've crafted delicious plant-based creamers, coffee, greens, and so much more using high-quality functional ingredients. Visit LairdSuperfood.com and use the code GABBY2024 for 20% off your first order. When the time comes to plan your next big getaway, know we got a destination idea for you. Orlando. Just think about it. The thrills at their 15 world-class theme parks, followed by awesome outdoor adventures, amazing food festivals, and top-notch dining spots. Orlando has all that and much more than you'd expect. In Orlando, anything is possible if you can imagine it. Plan your escape today and save at visitorlando.com. That's visitorlando.com for everything you need for an amazing getaway. Digital trends show up every day in business decisions and actions. West Monroe is the number one strategic partner translating technology into financial value for companies. 
The This Is Digital podcast applies West Monroe's two decades of secrets and best practices to your business's benefit. Favorite past topics from the last three seasons include how AI and the next generation of employees are shaping the workplace, becoming a product company, Highmark's journey, and what does it mean to put the customer first? Learn more at westmonroe.com. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.